Fritz, welcome to the Leadership Dynamics Podcast. We're excited to bring you the tools and resources used by dynamic, high-performing leaders to communicate effectively, grow their influence, and take their companies to the next level. Let's dive in. Welcome to Leadership Dynamics, and here we are with another episode this week. Today, we're going to be talking about effective learning. It sounds pretty simple. It sounds simple. Yeah, it is. It's crazy how many people reverse it, though. Yeah. All right. So if you're going to raise the capacity of your leaders and bridge the gap between where they are and where you want them to be, then training is an essential component of that goal. Information transfer is essentially, is I'm sorry, information is essential, hello, hello. <laughs> for all learning and training. The delivery of high quality education in an informative way to really is really important. The people you're training need to learn the information and understand it. But historically, we've tended to, to focus too heavily on information transfer. This net is net, hold on, let me start over. <laughs> Well, keep going. You're good. <laughs> Maybe too much coffee, is- <laughs> not enough food. There we go. Okay. This is never enough to guarantee that what they do with that information is what you or an expert would do with it. Without further guidance, people will take all this information away and try to innovate it to make a difference in their leadership lives. This is accidental rather than intentional development. Imitation is one of the most important parts of how you truly multiply skills, expertise, and your DNA into those you lead. Imitation is far more costly than information transfer. Inviting someone in to watch how you apply that information in context and show them how you do what you do creates a better learning opportunity for people than any amount of information transfer but is hugely time-consuming and takes a lot of intentionality. The reality is that we won't get them where they want to be. Let me read that again. The reality is that we won't get them where we want them to be any other way. Finally, after they've mastered the information and been given opportunities to imitate, then they can begin to innovate on the skill and make it their own. They've achieved all the benefits of imitation and learning from past mistakes and insights to the point where they can productively do something new with it. So take the time to consider your process in how you train the people in your life and leadership, equipping them with the information, imitation, and innovation opportunities they need to become a true expert in what they do. I'm going to say this, and this might ruffle some feathers. Okay, go. But this is where smart people get in trouble. Mm. Because when you have received information as an intelligent person, and yes. I'm not saying, please don't misunderstand the, the verbiage I'm using with intelligence and smart people. Mm-hmm. I'm not referring to that people are dumb. That's, that's not what I'm... But when we have a level of intelligence and critical thinking and scholars and when you get to that level and you got information the imitation part is often left out yes because we're too smart for our own good Mm -hmm. thinking that we can take the information without mastering it right and innovate and create our own thing 
Now, it does work for some people, but I promise you they have a team mm-hmm. of people that may be practicing the imitation piece right. while you're trying to innovate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is what comes back to the whole 100x, right? I mean, unless you're 100% healthy, you shouldn't be multiplying yourself. Right. So multiplication in a business is so important. Innovation in a business is so important. But like Vince Lombardi said <laughs> in the locker room, this is a football, <laughs> right? You get to the very basics. Mm-hmm. We are going to master running, tackling, ru- passing, you know, and blocking. Those were the four things they were going to master. Mm-hmm. So if we get information and your leader and you're trying to get your team to a certain level or accomplish certain goals with the information given to you and trying to lead by example, if you are not imitating those above and are not are just not following a process, trusting the process, Mm -hmm. and you try to innovate, there will be a severe communication gap, and that's where it falls apart. Yeah, and I would say, like, because I'm brain's visual, right? right? I start coming up, when you're speaking, I'm starting to visualize pictures. You can think of it this way as... You know, because we our primary focus really is on that mid-level management up to C-suite, right? right? And so most of those people are hyper-aware of this imitation piece, the innovation piece, like gather the information. I got to find some, you know, success leaves clues, right? But I can think back to in, in even my own development as a leader, I had somebody ask me how I made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich once. Now, if you've never been taught how to make a PB&J, how to vacuum a floor, how to wash windows as the most simple way, if you have somebody there to imitate doing what they do, that's why children learn so well so young because they're just imitations of you, so be careful. Well, there's a You're never going to get that. important key in that, what you just said. And we've talked about this, but I'm not going to get into it. But... There was an important nugget you just dropped. Okay. About kids and imitating. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I guess my point is is that historically we we have been taught the information. Sit in a classroom, shut up, pay attention. You're, you're fed information. But does that teacher or professor ever imitate for you what you're supposed to do with it, how no. you're supposed to do it, so that it would no. allow you to innovate it and make it your own? Well, no. no, because all you're doing is mastering remembering. Yes. And remembering is not learning. Exactly. At exactly. all. So, so that's uh, why how, this is called effective learning. <laughs> right. So th- the imitation piece is so important. Mm-hmm. So important because that's where mastery is done. That's where habit is done. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So without mastery... How can you possibly innovate? Innovate because you don't even hold the basic skills. Well, the imitation. Just to reiterate what I had said before, um, and I, and I lost it. Imitation is one of the most important parts of how you truly multiply skills, expertise, and your DNA into those you lead. Right. Yeah. Because you are all 
in essence, mastering together, which creates this cohesive core, mm-hmm. which is why you look at a team and go, man, they're operating like a well-oiled Oil machine. machine. Yep. It's not because they're innovative. It's because their imitation level is spot on. Exactly. Like they've mastered it. Exactly. So I can relate this to the military, just oh, like yes. you can relate it to football. football. Yep. So the mastery in the military, this is why I loved it, I think, so much, is that you went into a classroom, you were there for half a day. You already knew that that was going to be your half a day learning. And then they showed you how to do it, and then you did practical application. Like, that was the religion. That's what you did. And that is why you can take 100 people from 100 different backgrounds and belief systems and get them all running in the same direction to do the same job. So would you say that in in that explanation and that example that the whole piece I'm going to lose my train of thought cuz I can feel it disappearing already Uh-oh. which sucks because Aww. I was trying to make a really good point. <laughs> Hey, this is real life people. But right. <laughs> but where I was going with this is that I don't even remember. Wow. So just go. Keep going. No, It'll come back to me. I was thinking about actually moving the ball up the field. Yep. You know, because you're moving as a team, whether it's military, whether it is, you know, C-suite. You're all, you all have the same goal in mind. You all mm-hmm. have to move that ball or whatever up the field. You have to keep moving it up how far? <laughs> 100 yards. Yeah. But you do it at 10 yards at a crack, exactly. right? Because every 10 yards is a first down. And here's the thing with business and life and leadership, everything, is when you're moving that ball and your your goal is to get in the end zone, whether it's 80 yards away, 50 yards away, 20 yards away, or you're in the goal line. Right. It, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. The object is to get it <clears throat> in the goal. The easiest way to do that is to make sure that you're always getting your first downs. Well, you have four downs to get to that first down to reset the downs Mm -hmm. so that you have another shot to move the ball another 10 yards. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you only move it two yards and then three yards and now you're five yards and now you got five yards to go. Isn't that so much easier to do than when you're on the... 30 yard line you got 30 yards to go and you try and punch it in in 30 yards you like like i need to get to that end zone when you're on the 30 yard line when you could just break it down and say if we get really good at mastering first downs Mm -hmm. we get really good at mastering four yards of play Mm -hmm. well in three yards that's 12 but you're there you've reset your downs yeah and I don't think we do it enough where we reverse engineer mm-hmm. and think small. I, everybody wants to go for that Hail Mary right away and punch it in in one play when that's just not realistic. And all the people that you see that may that you, that you may follow, those influences out there that look like they've had this overnight success or they got it all together, yep. there is years whether it be 5, 10, 15, 20, or 50, of pain, of mastering mm-hmm. yeah, to get to that point. Yeah. Unfortunately, a lot of us 
have forgotten how to work as a team or have never played sports. So when you get into those situations where you must get that ball, you must move that ball, and everybody's got their feet in concrete, and they're not moving, and they're arguing with each other, and they're misunderstanding one another, and they hold grudges against one another. I got my thought back, by the way. And and then it, it stagnates, and you lose momentum. Yep. So go ahead with what your thought so, was. So where I was going with that before, with the imitation and innovation, Yeah. if you get so good at imitation and mastering that imitation, does it not transfer to being a proactive person and a proactive company instead of always being reactive? Reactive to what's going Because on. in the military, when you were talking, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, the military is so pro- proactive, oh, yeah. not reactive, because they have a flow chart that is insane. Yep. If A happens, go to B. If B happens, go to C. If C happens, go to D. If D, mm-hmm. everything is mapped out. Yep. Now, there is some reaction that needs to be done, but it's in a proactive way. it's a calculated, way, right. It's, right. It's yep. so calculated. But how often in business and in leadership are we missing that point? Yeah. Which is this effect of learning. Yep. Which is why this tool is so important. And we could talk to it so powerful. for hours. <laughs> Right. <laughs> because any scenario, you can really put this effective learning into. And so think of it now moving forward. The next time you sit down to an event or a Zoom call or a committee meeting. Show up different. Show up different. Walk in that room with a different set of eyes. Be a lot more aware of the people around you that bring something that you don't have. And if you find that you're the only one talking or you're the first one to speak, I challenge you to not do that. Yeah, because to be actively listening, you need to be out of the innovation space. Yeah, yeah. That's what notebooks are for. Yep. Take notes, get it down, (laughs) get it out of your head. Yep. And go back to imitation. Because you want to be fully present for listening. Absolutely. Yeah. So this has been a good episode. We love you guys, and we will see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. We hope this episode provided you with valuable insights and actionable steps as you grow in your leadership journey. For more information on this topic or other leadership tools and resources, visit our website at rewireddynamics.com.